You're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and tips on how to be a better dater. I'm Sarah Catherine. And I'm Jennifer. Now let's deep dive. So, Jennifer. Yes. Good morning. Uh, good morning. It's afternoon, kind of. Whatever. We We're here. Always yeah, here. It's good. It's a miracle. The rhythm off us. Thank God. Um, we have such exciting topics today. Yeah. It's I, all over the place. This is a bit controversial. Yeah. Who's supposed to pay for the blind dates? Yeah. Actually, no, that's tricky. No, first date, not first blind dates. dates. Yeah. Um, and I have a definite answer. Oh, but, okay. But I know your answer. But first, let's true. go over some other stuff we're going to go over. Number one, we've been to the Matchmakers Conference a few weeks ago in New York City. Yeah. And that was fantastic. I want to go over that. Mm-hmm. I also need to talk about just some random office stories that yes. you've been collecting over the last few okay. weeks. Um, what's new with you? Wow. I, I thought we were going to talk about cocaine. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm on this... Like, gosh, I just found out that a lot of rich people do cocaine and it's everywhere. And everybody's like, Jennifer, it's like you haven't heard of Sesame Street. I'm like, you do cocaine? So if for people to know, Jennifer gets on one train every few days and then she sticks to it. So she has mentioned cocaine probably 17 times since she came into the office this morning asking if she thought people. I feel like people don't know they could die from cocaine. As yeah, maybe yeah. tell them. Luckily, that just say no to drugs really stuck with you in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. And um, I agree. I'm not a cocaine person. I've never seen it. I don't even yeah, know exactly yeah. if I could spot it. But uh, <coughs> I, from what I hear from reading Instagram, a lot of people do it. No, I mean literally every time I'm out with a group of people, somebody tells a story about somebody doing cocaine, and I'm like, hey, I feel like being like, hey, I'm a good girl. I don't do cocaine. That's how, how are you in my friend group? That's what's happening. Jennifer, you stay a good girl, okay? (laughs) Don't you? Yeah. And then I met this good boy yesterday, and he talked about how he was out with this girl, and she was just like a cute, normal girl, and she did cocaine, and she said, what? Coke's kind of a party drug. You've never done it? Like, like she was asking if he had ever had a Fanta or something, (laughs) and he was like, no, and I thought it was weird. So I literally wrote in his bio, he doesn't do cocaine, but but everybody made me take it out. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well... I don't really have a strong opinion about it. I mean, I think drugs probably aren't healthy. Yeah, it's not good, guys. Have you yeah. heard about fentanyl? You could die from that shit. Yeah, somebody's dog hey, licked listen. it or something, yeah. Would you tell your mom you tried cocaine? Absolutely not. I get it. I mean, and it's not the same as drinking, you know? Well, you're a very open-minded person. I'm surprised that you have such a strong no. opinion cocaine, about it. you can die from that shit, y'all. Well. No. That's it. That's, I'm glad so you would this. not date a man who did drugs? If I was at a party and somebody was doing cocaine, I would immediately leave and probably not hang out with that friend again. Because yeah. I don't want to get arrested for drugs at 46. Yeah, I don't need any I don't need any more bad habits. None. Yeah. Like, yeah, seriously, I, I would never habits. date somebody that did drugs like that. Never. That'd be gross. Never. Gross. Yeah. So anyway, tell your friends about just saying no to coke, okay? <laughs> we are not respecting it. If you do coke... Maybe we're not the matchmakers for you. Yes. You know? well, Ask your drug dealer for a date. Well, Jennifer, like, I mean, marijuana is loosening up. I think that it's the no. next next thing. Marijuana you know what they do? Kill no, they do you're say. Finding some fentanyl. In I have heard that it's because the decriminalization of marijuana is becoming more common that people are going to more extreme drugs because now it's not even exotic or naughty to do. Yeah. The marijuana. I guess. I mean, like, why not just, like, go on a hard run? Oh, you're so healthy now. I'm just saying, like, why do you gotta do drugs? You might die. What the 
hell? Yeah, I agree. Well, people right. do weird stuff. Anyway. All right, glad we covered cocaine. Okay, cocaine. Right. Yeah, now every single person, you're going to start asking them. Hey, listen, do you do coke? Listen, I'm not your matchmaker if you do coke. Find a different Jennifer, you're, 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 you're blocking out tons of people. No, hey, listen, I'm not for it. I just say no to drugs. Just like Nancy Reagan said. You are sounding a little shot. conservative. No, I booze. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm down with the weed, but cocaine, no. You get arrested okay. for that shit. Okay. I like it. I like the, I like the high standards. Okay. Should we just wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we have to tell you today as matchmakers. If you're doing cocaine, that's your problem. That's the reason you're single. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm writing that book called I Know Why You're Single and, and Yes, It's Your Fault. I'm going to title a chapter cocaine now. Yeah, you should. I don't. I think you maybe should ask around more and get no, some user no, experience. Everywhere. Hey, listen, write in. Tell me. Tell me if you're hearing about cocaine everywhere. All right, what else? We got other stuff. All right, about. so uh, we went to the Matchmakers Conference in yeah, New York. Cool. That was fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant people. Brilliant. Great speakers. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? Tell How me. How many of those girls do cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there were some good speakers. Yeah, there were. We had psychologists there. And, yeah. Um, we had that. Um, we had the psychologist talk about how he's working with people with Asperger's and um, autism or anybody that was neurodivergent. Yep. But then I um, tried to refer a client that did not go well. Um, so. Yeah. What other topics that. did we cover? I mean, this is a group of matchmakers which really has elevated the learning events for our industry. Yeah. And it is a serious industry, and we all do it different. There's. Very little standardization, but what's great is it's a creative industry. Yeah. It's a great occupation and great career for somebody that wants to make an impact yeah. on people's lives. Totally. And it's every day is crazy and every day is funny. It is. Do you remember how, like, I was talking about how our clients always find each other, who their dates are, and they find out everything about them, yeah. Instagram, whether they do cocaine, who their parents are, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and um, and that whole table of people were like, why do you say their names? Your clients know their clients' names. <laughs> they don't even tell their clients their names. They're just like, show up at this restaurant. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Remember how they did that? Yeah. So that y'all get and Google stalk each other? Well, I think the one thing I took away from it was just like how, what a volume business we have compared to some of the real boutique-ish matchmakers. A lot yeah. of them are doing like 12 dates a month. Yeah. We're setting up almost 150 dates a month, let yeah. alone the weekly 8 at 8 dinner parties and the monthly happy hours. Mm -hmm. um, our happy hours get over 100 people yeah, most of the time. Awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. It's a... Uh, the only unfortunate part about the happy hours is that they're all ages. You know, like we can have a 20-year-old man and a 60-year-old yeah, woman. Yeah. There's always a 63-year-old man that's like, Jennifer, do you think that girl would like me there? And I'm like, she's 28. Oh, my God. But it's you. really. And I'm going to watch that go down. Yeah, it's you. fun. Very yeah. fun. But what's great is it's like, here is the actual singles market. Yeah. You want a 28-year-old? Show me you yeah. can close the deal, sir. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. It's <laughs> just fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh boy. What okay. Else happened? Do we should we talk about how the girl from LA raised her hand and asked about the transgenders? Oh you know, lord. How to that? Yeah, you know. Okay, so every week we get asked, uh, when will you start matching the gay and lesbian community? And as much as I would love to grow the business, that is a smaller segment than people realize, and it's a specialized segment. There are gay and lesbian matchmakers, and I've actually yeah. seen more than a handful crash and burn. Because Atlanta is large, but they have an outsized voice, in my opinion, mm -hmm. that they often know each other. My suggestion is this. 
I will help anybody start their own gay and lesbian matchmaking firm. Yes. I will teach Call you. Her. Hey, I will teach you everything you I know. You know everything about the gays and lesbians. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't say I have a great Rolodex for that, but. Who says Rolodex? Anyway, so... 47-year-olds. But the gay and lesbians, uh, they're adorable, and they deserve love, and we have some national connections now. Yeah, yeah, we do. That, but, again, do you really have to go national to find a match? I don't think so. I think the best bet is this. Find the most popular person in your network. Yeah. Offer to pay them $100, $200, $300 for a match. For a just say, look, you know everybody, and I work all the time. Yeah. Can I just pay you to set me up on some blind dates? Yeah. I'm for it. Let's do it. I just think you don't have to go official. I just thought it was interesting, and we did think about how, like, I do think in a few years we will have these transgender people doing 8 at 8, and we ask about, you know, what are you attracted to? It'll be more of a blurry answer, and mm -hmm. that's where we got to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It. Well... Here we are, yeah. love on the spectrum. I don't know what. Okay, so basically, the topic today is love on the spectrum is about autistic people. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, I, I don't. Like I don't get some backlash. I don't watch any of those shows. Why don't yeah. you give me an update on all the shows? I'll just watch I, it. It's amazing. Okay, I've heard of a new one. I didn't see the one about Indian matchmaking, but there's a new one about Jewish matchmaking. I cannot it. wait to see it. that. Because yep, yep. I just read a book about. It was called The Matchmaker's Secret or something. It's about a 1920s matchmaker in Brooklyn. And at the time, they didn't let women matchmake. They had these older gentlemen, rabbi guys, but friends of rabbis. And they would make money for connecting families together. Yeah. But they didn't really do it with the spirit of a matchmaker's heart. Okay. Which is where, you know, it's like a flash of lightning. Oh, Jennifer needs to meet David or mm. whatever. And yeah. But that's not the way that these men did it. And so she was a pioneer. And it's really, they've got some cool historical facts about in terms of the like, origins of matchmaking in New yeah. York City and the Jewish community. We should do a mantra every day to make sure we have a matchmaker's heart. You I know. know. I mean? Like sometimes I come in pissed from traffic. And I might not have the matchmaker's heart. Nah, you always do. You're You're driven to help people, so. All right. But then you make them pay, too, so That's it's not... <laughs> it's, a, it's a blend. It's a blend. <laughs> All right. Okay. What else? Uh, what else? So we cover the cocaine, the global conference. What, oh, what, what, who pays for dates? The, God, we always do this. It's like... You and I day. kind of feel a little different about this because yeah. you were on a real rant last yeah, week yeah. about because one man called in and said, hey, I'm tired of paying expensive no. dates. Well, well, first of all, I'm liberal. Sarah Catherine's conservative. Uh, this, it's out. It's out of the bag. Oh, great. Now I can't hide this. Anyway, um, and I also have a brother. So, I mean, I, um, I'm just really, I think it's kind of weird. We agree on this that like, Feminists love to talk about how men should still pay, and we're like, what? I, I think that if you are, as a woman, you need to put yourself once in a guy's shoes, okay? He's taking out you that are a stranger. I kind of think you ought to be like, I'm going to make sure this guy doesn't spend more than $100. Says mm -hmm. me that my husband spent like $300 on the first date. Wow. You know, I was a boozing or nothing. But anyway, it's not a good idea. Don't be like me, okay? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> well, I but mean, if it's a going well, you could say, hey, let's go to a bar, and then you pick up the next round of drinks. Totally. I mean, like, I there's a place called Pizzatino's, and I saw something out there. Um, by the way, you can send us some, you know, gift card, Pizzatino's, since we're... <laughs> <laughs> it said it was like a $25 bottle of wine and bruschetta on Mondays and Tuesdays. And I just think that you need to, like, think about how much money this guy is spending, in general, and like, don't be a beach. 
Because I think you would think about that if your friend was taking you out on your birthday. You would think about whether your girlfriend was spending too much money on you. But meanwhile, you feel entitled for the stranger to buy all of your stuff. I think it's kind of weird. I think that whoever asks on the date, if, okay, outside of a dating service, okay. if whoever asks for the date is expected to pay for the date. Yeah. And despite the progress women have made, they still demand to be paid for. Yeah. I mean, by by hands down, women think that men should pay for the date, which is just bizarre to me because uh, I feel like, where's the progress, ladies? So you I think women you, should pay for the date? No, I don't. But I find it contradictory and very, um, what's the word? I would say double-sided or... Double standard. standard. It's a yeah. huge double standard that women want to be equal to men in all respects. Yeah. Except for when the bill comes. Yeah. And, and, then, uh, and then we're back to being traditional, being taken care of. We want a strong man. But I also find it weird that men are the only ones that I've ever heard of, other than a handful, to ask for marriage. Women will not, you know, men have to propose. Oh, not my world. Come on. How, how many people do you hear about women proposing to men? I like it. I think we should do it. I think well, we should do, I, I do a, too. a list of things that, like a to-do list of things that we have to agree on. Um, a contract. A contract of sorts, yeah. Like a prenup. So for the paying for dates, dating services, though, it's confusing because yeah, sometimes confusing. the woman has hired us, but the man hasn't, or vice listen, versa. Uh, um, I'm telling you, we still want you guys to pay. Uh, conservative, liberal, feminist, we still want you guys to pay. And I'm sorry it's confusing. I'm yeah. sorry it is. You still have to pay. But I think we could improve by doing more casual places. Yeah. The problem is, as Patty Stanger says, what does it say? Coffee is an interview. Yeah. Lunch is an audition. Dinner is a date. Yeah. And if you just are there for one drink, you don't know. Like, what did yeah. Glenn just say? He said during the first hour he thought it was a great match. After she had a few more drink, Oh, I shouldn't have said the name. After they had a few more date drinks, he realized that they didn't have everything in common. If yeah. you just have one drink, it's not enough time. All right. Well, this is how I feel. I like to be fed <laughs> in general. <laughs> like, I hated a coffee date. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, I've told many guys this. If a guy asked me out for a coffee date, I would assume that he just wanted to check out my butt. No kidding. He just wants to see if I'm, I'm overweight or not. Yeah. Because, like, you don't like her that much if you're just going to take her to a coffee date at Starbucks. I mean, yeah, I, that's where I would meet, like, my dog walker, maybe, to interview them. Uh -huh. I mean, it is not, you do not give a shit about them. You're just squeezing them in your day. Um, if you want to meet them for lunch, again, you don't think they're worth a dinner date. If you want to meet them for drinks, like, I get it. You want it to be casual, but, like... I mean, if you're meeting her for drinks on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, I mean, give her some bread. Hello? She's going to have two glasses of wine. You need to share an appetizer or something. It's dinner time. I mean, you can see how men aren't wanting to go on dates if they know they have to pick up the tab. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's behind a lot of, a lot of what these guys are talking about, but they don't want to say because they're worried they'll look cheap. But what about, hey, what about an ice cream date? What about <laughs> ice cream and coffee? <laughs> Yeah, or dessert. Yeah, dinner. I don't know. I do ice cream. I don't know why. Ice cream is better for me than coffee. Coffee's like on the run. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Well, my first date with my husband was a lunch date, which I didn't go on many lunch dates. Yeah. But it was actually a good combination because there was no alcohol to make it either drag on or expensive. Yeah. Um, and we both, it was the work day. So we had a, a basically an hour. It was awesome. It, and he said that that's how he dated mostly when he was 
What looking. about like, um, yeah, I could do a lunch on like a bike ride or one of those little scooters, yeah. or birds or whatever on the yeah. line. Like, I think it's fun to like kind of bounce around town and do some stuff. Yeah. You know? But this guy emailed me, he's a client, he was like, what about I meet her for a hike? And I was like, on a blind date? That sounds like criminal minds. <laughs> you know, I was like, I've said that to him. You can't do that. It's scary. I mean, honestly, if your attitude towards dating is that you're literally doing something you want to do that you're curious about, whether it's like exploring the downtown of a little, you yeah. know, of a suburb or a mm -hmm. Beltline or new restaurant or a play. Yeah. Just get two tickets and find a date. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think the women need to, especially if they're being ma um, matched through us or whatever, they need to suggest somewhere that's not going to break the bank. You know but we're I mean? the ones picking the date places. I know. That's why I keep So talking that's why we got to keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Dating. That's it. We, so we covered everything? Yeah, I think that's about it. But we'd love to hear from you what you're yeah, curious to, to learn more you. about. Yeah, who do you think should pay for the dates? What are some great date places? How do you feel about cocaine? Um, what else? What else do the matchmakers talk about? Don't you think it's crazy there's matchmakers out there that won't tell their match what their first name is? Yeah. I do. Some crazy stuff. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, and please send any billionaires to us. We love working with... <laughs> yeah, we like those billionaires. One of our matchmaker friends, I said, what is your specialty? She said billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> These matchmakers... Thank you for sharing, Cindy. Do you <laughs> prefer billionaires? Oh, my gosh. Let's tell a crazy matchmaking story like I do at the end of every night. Okay. Okay, so last night I took I took a call, and I was like, what are you looking for? And he's like, a girl that's not been all around town and doesn't have any diseases. And I was like, straight up, Stephen, definitely no women with gonorrhea. And then, and then I yeah, was Yeah, we just check like, for that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I was like, so do you want me to ask that? And he goes, that's what I was hoping to find. And then I was like, Stephen, are you high? And he goes, always. And I was like, good huh. talk. That's it. Just I'm surprised you were like nice to him. I'm surprised well, you were I nice to him. I love weirdos calling it. Not like five in a row, then I start to get pissed. But yeah. like one a day. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, so we're signing off. All right, well, let's sign off until next time. We're going to deep dive into dating. That's a dumb name, That's deep a diving into dating. Hey, tell us what you think we should change the podcast name to. We've already been like three different names. I think this no, one's we've, decent. We, we've, stayed, we've never been anything but deep diving into dating. I believe we have. I don't think so. I think, I think you're confusing things because you're know. getting old. All right, all right. <laughs> Love ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.